All right, 325 here on the Blitz 1170. We are streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app as well. Remember, we want to hear from you. The Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line is open 24 hours a day, 918-262-5072, 918-262-5072. With a show this afternoon that features not only a snack coming up at 445 today, but John Holcomb in the 5 o'clock hour as well as we get set for, well, an open week, essentially for Oklahoma State basketball before they're back at it coming up on Saturday. Well, we've got a variety of things to get into, and in this segment, I wanted to discuss what has been somewhat of the breaking news of the afternoon on the college front. And we should probably start first with something that I tweeted earlier today. Um, It deals with the NCAA tournament and all the ongoing changes that we are potentially staring at as a fan base, whether that's college football, whether that's college basketball, whether that's the future of the NCAA itself. But we'll start first with the NCAA tournament. And I would like to read both of you guys, Scott and Colby, and you all listening as well, what was said from a current commissioner of a power four slash power five conference and what i am speaking of is uh, an individual that doesn't have a whole lot of experience with this at all but here we go quote i want to see the best teams compete for a national championship no different than the big 10 and the sec want to see in football i'm not sure quote that is currently happening. And who I'm speaking of is one Brett Yormark, who today said, along with all the topics and conversations that surrounding college football, that he does not feel, as in right now, that the best teams in college basketball are actually competing in the NCAA tournament. Now, you can spin this a variety of different ways that you want to. I think the proper way to probably spin this is how it was pointed out on Twitter, which is that is Brett basically saying, you know what? We want more teams and we want to expand the tournament and not just we want more teams. I want my teams in the NCAA tournament. And I think that there are a number of individuals that actually think the exact same way that your Mark does, but how to expand the tournament is absolutely a lingering question. But you can see this coming from a mile away, even though most of the questions that get asked in surveys from the administrators across college, basically they don't want this. Sometimes it doesn't matter what's what's good for the sport or who wants this or who wants that. If there's money involved, they're going to expand this thing. So let's just keep it simple here for a moment. Is that what your mark is saying? Your mark is saying... I want my teams in the NCAA tournament. But this nonsense that, hey, I don't think that the best teams are actually competing in it. All right, name me a team. Name me a team off the top of your head that got left out of the tournament that you feel like was one of the best teams in the country that had earned the right at that point to go play for a national championship. Because I am on the struggle bus. I can't think of one off the top of my head. It's never happened in my lifetime. Yeah. 
Scott, has it happened in your lifetime? Not just completely egregious. I mean, there there have been teams where you 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 could make an argument for them, but there was I don't ever remember one that was just completely egregiously left off. Of course, and and people would be like, well, you don't know until they actually get in the tournament and and have the opportunity to go play for it. Okay, fine, fine, but you mean to tell me that there has been a team that has been. So good, without question, you just automatically go ahead and put your little ink pen inside of your, may it rest in peace, Sports Illustrated, where you flop it open and there's the bracket that you're going to ink pen them in, sharpie them all the way in to the Final Four or even to the Elite Eight? No. No. Because it's the majority of Power Five teams or even a G5 conference that I don't know, maybe a team had four or five losses that didn't win their conference tournament that got left out. But do we ever really consider those teams to be true contenders? No. Just come out and say it. Like, I, I, if your mark's changing the game, I just wish that he would be upfront and honest about what's going on. Look, we want more tournament units. That's what we want. The number here inside of Ross Dellinger's story is that the NCAA basketball tournament is the largest and most vital revenue stream. It keeps afloat the organization itself as well as help subsidize the small college athletic departments. As part of the tournament, the television deal with CBS and Turner running through 2032, NCAA distributes around $700 million to its schools, both in base amounts and units earned through advancing in the event. The five major football conferences, plus basketball power the Big East, normally earn more than $200 million worth of incentive units for wins in the tournament. So basically, six conferences are responsible for around 70% of the available units last year. Like, Yormark can't flex his muscle when it comes to football, but you know what Brett Yormark can flex his muscle in? That's basketball. And if this is his opportunity to flex, he's taking full advantage of it, in my opinion. I mean, I guess good for him, right? Basketball's (laughs) kind of his uh, forte anyway, so this is probably the... The part of his job where he feels the most comfortable and where he feels like he maybe has more weight to throw around than in any other specific area. But, yeah, I mean, the NCAA tournament has never, I think, been in a place, unless you want to go back before my lifetime covering it, like being a fan of college basketball. And, you know, I, you can go back far enough where the tournament, tournament was, was small enough that maybe you can make arguments for teams that were left out but in the in the modern era of the ncaa tournament there's never been a team left out that anybody on earth that has a reasonable thought process has said that's one of the best teams in college basketball are there teams left out that you can make an argument for sure but you can also make arguments against those teams as well right and that's the case with nearly everything there has to be a cutoff point somewhere along the way and if we doubled the field Right, There would be complaints about the teams that were left out of that because they would be so close to the last four in that people would want to argue about you know, which, which of those got their opportunity and which didn't. So you're going to get those arguments no matter what. But, yeah, I mean, this is, this is all out of, out of uh, you know, self-preservation to a degree, right? And, and what's best for me and my current situation. And right now the Big 12 is probably the deepest conference in college basketball. And you can make the argument has, you know, nearly outside of maybe the bottom two or three, every team in the league probably deserves tournament consideration. So that's the argument he's going to make. Yeah, he's looking up and and sees, all right, we've got 68 teams here. 
we've got 32 automatic qualifying spots. 27 of those go to non-powered leagues. You think that that sets well with with your mark? Mm-mm. Nope. Not when he's looking down and seeing that he's potentially going to get 10 schools per cycle in the NCAA tournament. And even if he's not, let's say it has dwindled down to a year where there's seven or eight bids. Hey, you just increased the teams. You've given your opportunity, yourself an opportunity basically to get 10 every year as long as you increase. I, I don't know if they can keep up this current trend right now with getting 10 in per year. Maybe they can. Maybe they can get more. But, I mean, we start getting to the point where the number of teams that you potentially add to this thing, we don't want a scenario like we see in the NHL, do we? Do we want a scenario where, like we have in the NBA right now, where 10 teams essentially are included in a postseason play out of a particular conference? I, I, I don't. I think, that's, I think that's way too many. And that's me, sports guy, sitting here saying, like, I'm turning down the opportunity to see more basketball. Well, that's, I don't think that we necessarily need that many more in the NCAA tournament at all. I, I would just say this. Like, I'm with you, I think, just in the grand scheme of things. Like, I look at the tournament and say, I think it's great where it's at. But I remember years ago, somebody throwing out the idea of doubling the field, right? And just adding, like, an extra weekend. And how, like, can you imagine having 64 first-round games and how how insane that would be over the, the course of an opening weekend and then, like... You know, just adding adding an extra four days to it. Are we and, oversaturated at that point, though? Well, like, that's that's what I was about to say. At, at, there was a point in time where I, I thought that was the case, and I would have argued against that completely and said, I think you're just you're doing too much there. And I think you're also watering down the regular season and maybe conference tournaments so much that they become almost, like, meaningless, right? Mm-hmm. When you have that many teams. I think I've kind of reached a point now, and I'm not saying I'm for this, but I'm, I would probably be more open to it now than I've ever been because I feel like we've reached a point where I think the general sports fans have lost so much interest in the college basketball regular season that I don't, I don't know if, if you're greatly losing a bunch of people and how they feel about the regular season but it's all about the tournament, right? And that's the best thing going. And if you add an extra weekend of that, like, I don't know. I, I, it's also I, another I revenue I'm, generator as well. It's a, it's with a, a major revenue and generator. You could parse that out to a completely different network other than CBS. Like, I mean, what if what if those 64 games were like on YouTube? How much money is, is YouTube yeah. or, or Prime or somebody would want to pony up for that? And then when you get down to the traditional 68, you're like, all right, welcome in to the uh, CBS portion of this. Right. I mean, the, yeah, the, the there was money a point in time there, where but... I think I think the regular season just maybe got so much more attention and focus and and I think just the the overall college basketball fan and the amount of time they spent toward the regular season has just decreased in such a way that I, yeah, I don't I I wouldn't be against it. And and look, I I might also argue that for as many sports as there are that have such a a gap between what their regular season product is and their postseason product, I mean, is there anything that has a greater gap than the college basketball regular season and the NCAA tournament? No. 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 No, not at all. 
give me 64 more game sevens? I don't know, man. I just I sometimes I wonder if the, the oversaturated part is still a thing to me. I, I I know where you're coming from on that. Um and just because I look at this sometimes as just because you can doesn't mean that you should. And I think that that might be one of those and 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 you have convinced me even a larger percentage of me with what you just said about how the drop off from college basketball regular season compared to the interest that happens one the minute the football is over and two once we move into the NCAA tournament I get that but man I'm having a hard time breaking free of that traditional line of thinking uh the other thing that's in this Ross Dellinger story that I think is uh important and maybe I should have started with this but I would say half of this article is basically on how the Big Ten and the SEC, remember when they formed their little uh, alliance, what, a week and a half or, or two weeks ago, where they were discussing about ways to improve the college landscape? Well, Ross gets some comments here from your mark and from Jim Phillips, the ACC commissioner, and there is one thing that is clear and that is Brett Yormark and Phillips are absolutely convinced to not make much, if anything at all, of the Big Ten and SEC announcement. And leaders from both of those conferences contend that, oh, don't you worry, we're very much a part of the significant change lurking on the horizon. So <laughs> you've got Jim Phillips, who is here, and also Yormark that says, yeah, right before the announcement was made, Greg Sankey called called me and let me know. Yeah, minutes before the SEC and the Big Ten's announcement, Sankey reached out to Phillips, Yormark, and President Charlie Baker of the NCAA to alert them of the news. Yormark described his initial reaction as benign, and he and Phillips both expect collaboration amongst the four leagues to continue. Quote, if Tony and Greg want to go into a deeper think tank with the key stakeholders about the future of college athletics. There's no pride of authorship here as long as that communication continues at the rate that it's been. I really don't think about this as an opportunity for them to move in a different direction. <sighs> what, <laughs> throughout the history of the world, what is always one of the greatest tricks ever? One of the greatest tricks ever is to make your enemy or someone that you feel like is lesser than you make them feel like that they are part of the conversation and the on and the happenings that are ongoing right now and i i think we've heard all this before haven't we we've heard this throughout the history multiple times and yet here we are again but i i just found that comment hilarious that there's your mark going yeah they they reached out to us right before the announcement happened <laughs> we expect the collaboration amongst the four leagues to continue. I expect a lot of things. And I'm I I I hope it ends up working out for you, but I expect it to happen too because everybody's going to cave to the demands of the big 2. I I just I don't know how anyone could think that with given the history of not only people on this planet but also the history of athletics. If you're not in the room in the initial conversation, are you 100% sure that you're along for the ride? You might be along for the ride, but it, they might have lassoed you and dragged you along with the direction that they want to go.
Uh, one final note here from me. Uh, we do have ourselves an extension on the television agreement for college football. Whenever that happens, whenever they sort out what beyond 26 looks like, it's a six-year, $7.8 billion extension for the home of the 12-team tournament for ESPN. So that means that whatever postseason they come up with will be uh, at ESPN at least until 2032. The contract does give them the opportunity to basically rent out a playoff game. But ESPN holds the rights, and they will not parse that game out to like a Fox. It could go to someone that's under the ESPN umbrella. So what if they were to go like, hey, you know what? We're going to take a page out of the NFL. We're going to throw a college football playoff game on ESPN+. Plus. This is the only way you get to, or excuse me, on, on Disney+. Plus. This is the only way you get to watch it. I wouldn't be shocked by that at some point in time. But, uh, yeah, nice little bump there in financials to the tune of almost $8 billion for the college football playoff. And, ladies and gentlemen, that is the news to me as Kevin Nealon once said after his uh, update on SNL with the college football front today. All right, it's 342. Take a timeout. We'll come back here on the Blitz 1170. We have a snack in about an hour from now, and John Holcomb will join us in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, During the snack, by the way, top five love songs as we enter the season of love with Valentine's Day. We'll get all of our opinions on that, plus much, much more as we come back here on the Blitz 1170 and, as always, streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. 